Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast. Can we get him on a drip? Seriously. <laughs> the podcast where we help you navigate. You want a day or relate? That's the best thing. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to have a hung- hangover after work the day after a festival? And what's the best way to cook a burger? And of course, Ooh. what. What should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more grapes and brie, you're more Yorkshire tea. No wrong with that. No, and that's from Chase. I've got a Yorkshire tea tea towel. Do you? Yeah. Actually, we do as well. It's my favourite tea towel. It's your favourite tea towel? Yeah. Oh, oh no, you need to get one of the nice new ones from Dalesford. Delsford. Yeah. Didn't you get me a Buckingham Palace tea towel yes. as well? Yes. Yes. They're okay, oh. but they're too waffly. Oh, I like a waffly tea towel. No, yeah, but they're, they're too waffly, and where they've embroidered Buckingham Palace in gold, it sort of, not actual gold, just gold cotton, um, it sort of shrinks a bit. Oh, So I okay. don't love those. Oh, I've not used them. I'm too scared to use them. Next time I come round as your hostess gift, I'll bring you a Dalesford tea towel. Lovely. Bless you. Thank you. Really good quality. Should we have a gin and a bonnet? Well, do you need any more alcohol? <laughs> Probably not, no. Ben, can we get you one? So for context, everyone, you can spot which of the three of us went to Glastonbury and which didn't. Ben, just come here. Just come and come to the camera. Come on and look. Come here. Oh. Oh, he's having to summon up enough energy to get up. I could just come and go. Come oh God! Oh, you're going that side straight now, into are you? that camera. We've been to Glastonbury. He hasn't. I haven't. <laughs> Look at the bags under them eyes. Oh. Are you with it? No. Oh. Do you want to Come go on? on have hair of hair of dog. Go on. No. Come on, we've got this. Diego's here as well. It's very nice white tea. He's in a shit state, George. I told him not to go too much, and he's gone and done it. And I'm really pissed off with him, babes. I am. Him and Ket, mummy, they're, they're absolute shit states, the pair of them. I'm going to go to sh- social services, Jordan, I am. I am, they've left me all weekend. Did you take him? They've left me all weekend, Jordan. No, no, not just a weekend, because Ben got there on Tuesday. What? They went on Tuesday, Jordan. Honestly, I'm going to go to the RSPCA. I am. Come and take me, take me, it'll be better than this shithole. Sorry, Diego, bless him. I, Glastonbury, I mean, I grew up in the southwest, and I remember when Glastonbury was sort of a two-day thing. Okay, I didn't go, but mm. I watched it on local news. 
now. He goes on a Tuesday. Yeah, you get. I heard he got on a Wednesday. Fair play. He went on a Tuesday. In. He went on a six-day bender. Yeah, you've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just write it out. Okay. Um, bit awkward. We did say at the start of the episode who we're going to toast to, and William said Sir Elton John. Well, I couldn't think of anyone else. And which I think is a great shout, but I've also had a, a new nephew. You have mm. Lucas. Lucas. Lucas Robert North, um, my youngest brother's. LRN. LR, yeah. He was born on the same day as my mum. Was he? he was born on my well, not on birthday. the exact same day. Yeah. No. Born on my mum's birthday. Oh, that's nice. Well, let's toast. Uh, do you know, I always wind you up and say, I mean, we know it's true, um, that James is the favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley. Oh, God. Imagine, imagine having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And your mother in law flying out on the day, the day before. And then. As soon as you get back from hospital, she's there on settee waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's had a baby. I can't believe it. Right. Well, Lucas. To Lucas. Mm. And Sir Elton. And Sir Elton. Yes. Well, yeah. He okay. got good viewing figures, didn't he? Yeah. Did you watch him, Ben? Yeah. I left. I went I went home on Sunday night. Yeah, you had a, a bath. 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 Did you not bathe after all? I mean, I would. No, I had a shower. I was oh. fun. I got the train from Bath. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. How did you know? Well, Bath Spa. Yeah, Bath Spa. Mm. And he had sushi. You had sushi on yeah. what? Where? On Bath Spa Station. <laughs> well, that's Bath for you. For a train blending with locals. Um, James, yeah. wanted my brother, when he. Um, Actually, we should toast James as well because, oh, sorry, no, because he, uh, last Friday was his last Radio Bristol show and oh. he's left Radio Bristol now and he's moving to London. So, to James. James. Good luck um, in the future. Best thing that'll happen to him. Indeed. But uh, James once did a phone in on his show or was doing an item because in Bath, it's for a couple of years Why ago. Why are you saying it like that? Because that's how you say it. Bath. But ba- No, in my part of the world, Bath. It's Bath. Okay, well, in Bath. Uh, you see, it sounds odd. In Bath, they have a certain telephone, you know, the, the, the first few digits, the dialing code of the telephone, mm. which is exclusively for Bath slash Bath. And due to uh, changes, they got given the uh, Northeast Somerset code, which is apparently not as exclusive. And every, all the residents thought it was devaluing their properties. So it all kicked off. And we had James and callers going, I've been telephonically hijacked. Oh, God. Just because they changed the dialing code. So Hyacinth Bouquet is alive and well. Local radio at its best. Oh, Ben's keeled over. <laughs> Someone get in. Someone get in. You all right? Get in, get in. Oh, Diego's yawned. That's a vote yeah. of confidence. God, I hope he's okay. Uh, remember, G and Divas. Remember, remember, we are doing Diva Espana with what? He told me to go big on it. <laughs> Told me to go Don't, big. I told you to go big because the producer didn't do anything. Well, you said it's the last one. God, bit of enthusiasm. If I'm not yeah. mum, I get done for fucking mumbling. I get done for enthusiasm. Christ, I can't win. <clears throat> Remember, Gene Divas. God. We are doing Diva Espana with Amazon Music on Sexted My Boss as part of our fifth birthday celebrations. We are, we are having a long weekend of sexted shenanigans. I kept saying that on Radio 1 this weekend. I wonder where I got it from. We're having a weekend of sexted shenanigans in Benidorm. And the best bit is you. Yes, you can join in the fun. Me, William, and producer Ben and your good self. And this is the last week to enter, okay? This is it. If you have not already entered... This is your last chance. 
Although, of course, you can listen again on Amazon Music and there's another code you can enter with that code. But this week, whether you're listening on another podcast app or Amazon Music, is your last week to enter. You can enter again if you have entered every week. You can enter each new week. We reset it. We pick another winner. It says banter here in brackets. That was my banter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks to Amazon Music, we will be taking a load of lucky G&D on holiday to the Costa Blanca with travel and hotel accommodation now, sorted. On. You can't have a go at me for bath and bath when you've just called it the Costa Blanca. What's well, Costa Blanca? Whatever. Yes, but you said Blanca. Bl- you're a fucking... Blo- oh, and it's by my swearing today. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Mum. Sorry. Plus, you'll uh, be at an exclusive live podcast recording as we raise a G&D to five years of sexted. So, at some point, this is the most important bit, at some point in today's episode, you'll hear producer Benadorm's Big Bing Bong for the last time and that will have the Diva Espana code that you need to enter the prize draw plus there's another chance to win on Amazon Music so if you want a second Diva Espana code to enter the prize draw twice then just listen to Sexton on Amazon Music we are ready for producer Benadorm's Big Bing Bong so we, we teased it a little bit in our weekend release on Friday but tell us all about Glasto it was how was it it was Great. I've seen many Gene Divas. That's nice. Many Gene Divas who kept shouting Wendy at me, which was, <laughs> was nice. Uh, I've seen two lovely ones who I promised that I would bring you next year, and we've decided that we're all going to go next year. Well, why, why did you make a promise you can't keep? We're going to do Benidorm, break you in slightly, and then we're going to do Glass. I think you'd love it. No, can I just say... No, if, in fact, I think you'd hate it, yeah. you'd, but it'd be fantastic. If we did anything next year, okay, this year we've done Benidorm, so next year, by default, we should be doing something luxury. No, we'll, okay. Glastonbury, we could do it in the That's nice That's not tent. luxury, darling. We can do it in the nice tents, darling. So, yeah, it was good. I was with uh, executive producer Stu, who's caught his hat jacket. Yes. Yeah. Had a big two-litre bottle of uh, gin and tonic in a in a water bottle, so we oh, got, right, we got nice. drunk and watched Lizzo. Let's just say uh, that's the way to do it. He was he really went for it, did you? Oh, so did he? yeah, we were we were dancing very much to Lizzo. Were you? He's like, it's about damn time who's got his <laughs> jacket. Yeah. I feel my head It's about damn. Oh, he was yeah. We were proper going for it. Yeah, me and Stu. Yeah. Nice. Well. That's nice. And we got drunk and had Hasn't it deep Lizzo... and meaningful. And he said, you know, the podcast would be nothing without you. And you know, Without that, me? No, without me. Oh, I see. Right, yeah. So, no, I'm joking. No, yeah. I know you are. I, um, he was uh, very on very good form, Anderson. Chelsea? Cheap. Cheap. Yes. Cheap holiday expert. And James, and, and it was fun. Uh, yeah, well, that's but, nice. I'm glad you had a nice time. I, I think we should take Ben. Uh, I pretty much arranged to meet with everyone apart from Ben. Yeah, why did you two not meet? I mean, I know it's big. He made it quite clear last week when we were both going. I went, well, I see it glass. And he went, no. (laughs) No. But he was probably saying that as a joke, darling. No, so... Do you meet, can I ask? Because obviously when they show the aerial shots and I get slight anxiety. Like I'm an extrovert, but I'm not that extroverted. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I was in the middle of that crowd. I just don't know how I'd Have a bit of glitter on, get you a drink. Telling I don't need to go to Glastonbury for that. (laughs) How do you meet up with people? There's an app apparently called Three Points. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there is. <laughs> the three Points Summer, but I just text because I was looking. I was oh, in, what three words? Yeah, I was in the um, BBC compound, so I had a, I could use the, the compound. Wife. Yeah, I um, Vic got in at five in the morning, and I this is showing my age now. I left them to it. I went back to the BBC compound to get the bus back, and uh, the bus was running late. So I ended up falling asleep in the Radio 1 studio. Oh. I went for a little nana nap at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m.? Yeah. You see, this is this is 
Got back at half four, was up again at nine. It was, yeah. And you showered, didn't you? Yes. Because you had access. Ben, how many? Well, Ben did text me. I didn't, I left Ben alone during Glastonbury, but there was a little flurry of text messages on one night on the group because of something. And uh, Ben said, I thought of you when I had a flannel wash. A flannel wash. Remember, do your pits and bits in that order. Oh. Not your bits and pits. Pits, bits, no, face, pits and bits, work your way down. Um, I used to have a flannel wash before school. Was that, but what age were you? When we were in primary school, because there was too many of us to get showered. There was four of us to get ready. So my mum used to fill the sink up and we'd be in a, be in a <laughs> queue. And she'd just give us a flannel wash. Right, next, next. Doms, next. Brads. Well, that's good preparation for Glastonbury. Yeah, we used to get a flannel wash. And we'd bath at night, but flannel wash in bath. the morning. Bath. And then mm. when you go to high school, you've got a shower, haven't you? But yeah, it, it was good. It was... It was um, are you, is, it, is it happening next year or are they having a fallow year? It's happening. It's happening. Oh, are you going yeah. again? Yeah, probably not. He, I wish you could see Ben. He looks like a... He looks, it's unpro- I'll be honest, it's unprofessional. He looks like... It looks like he's about to give up on everything. You've got this. I think if you're not in a condition to turn up to work, you need to stay home. Also, I I would happily camp. I've always said this. I don't mind the camping <laughs> at all. But I no, I know the fact you can have a shower in the morning is is a life changer. It just makes you feel fresh. Yes, yeah. that's why many people do. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I had two people bump into me. Oh, did you? Ben Divas? had two people bump into him. One person said, I saw you on stage in your pants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for then, context, that was our tour last year, just for those that don't know. <laughs> and then I had a lovely conversation with someone called Lexi, whose boyfriend didn't think it was me, and it was me. Oh, oh. did you get recognised by Lodz Jean Davis? Yeah, Lodz came up to me as well. It's That's nice. nice. It's lovely. Just literally walking through him, trying to film for the BBC, and they're going, Wendy! Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Hiya, yeah, come over, yeah. Oh, do you listen? Yeah. See you later. Get microphone back. Wendell. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, another thing I'd like to talk about. Yes. Before I ask you how your week's been. Anybody listening, mm. let's just, um, and I'm, I'm no prude, okay? This is away from Glastonbury. But anybody listening, the, the nights are now getting warm. Yeah, and longer. And a lot of bedroom windows are being left open. Okay, just if you putting it bluntly, if you're going to be shagging, close your bedroom window. Oh, oh, two occasions I've heard our neighbours. Oh, I mean, I kind of want to shake his hand because he's. Well, I'm sure you don't. Yeah, well, not afterwards, but <laughs> we're talking a good, good half hour, forty minutes. In uh, this heat, I know. I've and said it before on this podcast, but I'll say it again. This is the time of year I turn to Mike and go, "See you in November." <laughs> But I mean, half hour forty minutes. At first, it was funny, and then you think, "Oh, come on!" And then, like, it's it's embarrassing for everyone. I think it was two separate neighbors as well. But well, let's a, a, just... in one room? Or... No, no, just remember if you just close your close your windows, you can hear you can hear a lot. Mm. Yeah. So just that's all. Have you I'm bought air say. conditioning yet? No. No. I had the. I, had to, I mean, it says a lot about my life when my young neighbors next door. I think it might be next door, but one, we're having really loud sex, proper going for it, and I'm trying to listen to an Agatha Christie. <gasps> oh, which one? On the audio book. Oh, which one? I love an Agatha Christie. Oh, I'm well into it. Tell me which one. So, um, oh, which one is it? It was. Is the, it Poirot Marple or a. No, the best one I've, the best one I've listened to, Dan Stevens, was brilliant in it, was, um, and then there were none. 
Excellent. It's Arguably the fun. I reckon uh, the best. Have you finished it? Yeah. Okay, we have a whole discussion later about it. We won't spoil it for anyone. I, I think it's he, he reads it perfect. Well, also, yes, but the story's quite good as well. Yeah, the story's... This one I'm doing, I'm not that into it. It's... Uh, where is it? I can't, I can't remember what it is. But I do like an Agatha Christie, let me tell you. Oh, Towards Zero. Oh, yeah. No. Nah. Mm. Do yeah. the murder of the murder of Roger Ackroyd. Okay, that's the next one to do. All right. right, but yeah, so it says it all. I'm trying to listen to me. I get the crystal. Have you seen the Mousetrap? No, I want to go. We to should it. go and see yeah, that. We that's very good. Anyway, how's your week been? Uh, yes, it's been fine, other than the fact, and I'm going to probably upset what is known as the community. Now, <laughs> can we talk about Padum Padum? I mean, it's it's been a bit of uproar because it's only just got on the radio one playlist. Yeah, well, I'm over it, over it. Why? It's just everywhere. Pur-dum, pur-dum. And it's a very average song. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm out of this. You, I'm not getting involved. No, it's it's nice. It's it's good and, you know, pumpy. Once or twice. And now it's it's got that overplayed quality. It peaked when there was a few, and lots of people sent it to me, so thank you for sending it to me. Someone had put the, uh, the Hyacinth Conga from... Uh, series two, I think, of Keeping Appearances to Padum Padum, and it works beautifully with that. That was the peak, and after that, no. You're more inflammatory than Putin, you. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're asking for it there. Who, depending on when this goes out, is either the leader of Russia or the former leader of <laughs> Russia. Anyway, so right, I, I like it. Padum, padum. <sighs> Have you watched that Kiss the Boy on BBC Three? No, I haven't. You'd really like it. Would I? Yeah. Have you seen it, Dan? It's good. Good. Yeah, That's no, I, people, lots time. of people say I should. I, yeah. I just, I don't, we're just on a rewatch of all the hotel inspectors you can find on YouTube. Oh, of course you are. Yeah. What else has been going My on? My close friend. Uh, what else has been going on? I am thinking, because you know, I'm a big gamer now. Gamer? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Game Boy. I think I should start a Twitch channel. What's Twitch? So it's a streaming, so you wouldn't know it because it's, it's for the gaming community. Um, but... It is where you sort of stream yourself playing games. So when I play my Hogwarts Legacy, I can stream myself and people can see me, I believe. They can hear me and they can see my little wizard or witch or non-binary uh, and they can run around What's Hogwarts. a non-binary wizard or witch called? I don't know. Okay. But, you know, whatever. And they can run around. It'd just be a non-binary wizard. Or a non-binary witch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I could be big on Twitch. I think, and I think I'm the target demographic. Yeah, my other two nephews watch a lot of games and stuff like that. Do they? So well, they can them. watch me. Yeah, they could watch you. It's the only time they're quiet when they come round. Okay. They just watch YouTube channels of fine people playing games. Yes, I believe you can put your Twitch on the YouTube as well. Okay. So I'm sure I'll probably set up the account this week. I haven't got a PlayStation yet, hint. But if anyone would uh, like to send one... Uh, you can't ask that. <laughs> I mean, it's all right that Greg send us a butty and a few pasties, but a full PlayStation? Come on, don't take the piss, will you? Well, I said to Mikey, we're only getting one if we're not paying for it. Do you actually want a PlayStation? I don't want it enough to actually spend the money on a PlayStation, but if someone, whether it was second-hand, like a second-hand one, I'd buy a second-hand one. Read, read. If, that's why I don't Yes, no, I know. Reading console. is marvellous, yes. But I'm worried... I don't want to spend that much money for us to sort of play it like three times and then not. Oh, remind me next week. I'll do my top five summer reads. I've got all my books ready for my holiday. Oh, have you? Yeah, I can't When's wait. your holiday? Do you know? Did I tell you last time? When time? are you going on holiday? Uh, oh, have you booked it off? Oh, thanks for telling us. Oh, yeah. Shh. 
sugar. Oh shit, yeah. I forgot about that. But I've got my books. <laughs> That's what I've got. I've got my books. I tell you, when I went to Greece last year... Ben, it's finally, it's you and me doing this then. When I went to Greece last year, in a week, I read... To Mykonos. Greece. I read six books in a week. Did you? I think it was five and a half. I finished it on the airport. Yeah. Surprise you had so time. I'll do my books. Just reminding me. Um, have you sorted out the rogue AirPods, by the way? No. I don't know who's these... Air- so I texted Thief! Thief! If anyone is missing a pair of AirPods, and I think... They are not the current edition. They're the previous edition. Oh, AirPods Pro. But they're still the the sort of the squatter ones rather than the taller ones, if you know what I mean. Oh, are mine the old ones? No, yours are the newer ones, which is why I thought it might be yours. There's just a spare pair in my bag. So I've texted everybody that I've seen over the last week, including clients, including colleagues. You've done that before with me. You took mine before. Well, yeah. That's why I got a case on. But I can't work out whose they are, and that's, they're nobody's. That's the most pissed off I've ever been when you when you took that. Sorry. Well, at least I cleaned them for you. And you nearly ruined my TV career, so that's saying. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that going? <laughs> <laughs> that's really harsh. I'm joking. I know. Uh, I'm anyway. joking. So yeah, I don't know whose they are. So okay. sorry. If you've missed some AirPods and you've been with William in the past, I might auction them off. Should we go to my etiquette etymology of the week? Mm-hmm. Here's the jingle. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette etiquette etymology of the week. And this week, and I thought specifically of you, Jordan, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why it is traditional to have lager with a curry. Is it actually traditional? Well... You'll find out. Oh. After these messages. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, Gene Leavers, thanks for sticking with us. And it's now time to find out in William's etymology why we have lager with curry. I love how the, the Spanish and the Italians have beer as in a little demi, a half pint. It looks quite cool, doesn't it? Okay. 
Because over here, isn't there, I mean, this is a bit toxic masculinity, but isn't it like, oh, men don't drink half pints? Not really. Not in this day and age. Really? I mean, I drink pints, but... You put them away, don't you? Yeah. To use a to use a phrase. I do. Anyway, if you went for a curry, would you have a lager? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kingfisher, Cobra. Well, do you know what the traditional one was originally? Go on. Carlsberg. What? Yeah, and in um so in nineteen twenty six, the first in nineteen twenty six, one of the oldest uh Indian restaurants opened. It's still going, it's on Regent Street, it's called Viraswami. And you can you can go there. And one of their earliest patrons was Prince Axel of Denmark. Obviously, Carlsberg is a Danish lager. I bloody love a good curry. I went for one a couple of weeks ago. And Viraswami, he enjoyed it so much that he sent them to say thank you an entire barrel of Carlsberg lager. No way! And they tried it whilst they were having their curry at Viraswami and thought, oh, this goes well. And so they then started to sell it as an accompaniment. And that's where the tradition of lager with curry comes from. And you cannot, like, you can't have, you can, but red wine with curry never works. Because you love a curry as well, yes, don't you? Yes, but I don't have it with lager. What's your curry of choice? Chicken pasanda. Yeah. With a pilau rice. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling flush, a uh, paneer shashlik. Oh. And uh, some sort of naan. Have we said this before? Is it naan, naan? Mine's a garlic naan. Garlic naan. I do love a chicken tikka or a, a sag paneer. Is that chicken tikka, not masala? Chicken tikka masala. Oh, chicken tikka masala. Because you can get chicken tikka, which is just without the sauce. Yeah, chicken and tikka masala. And then the masala. chicken masala. I love chicken tikka masala. Yeah. And then um, I like a sag paneer for the table. A sag and paneer for the half table? Half and half rice and chips, but you don't, we've done that before. Yes, common. Don't get chips. And yeah. Do you know, I'm really into, and you see a lot of people drinking it at the moment, Yeah. Madri. Right, it's probably my favourite beer. Why are we doing beer chats? Right, because I want to well, tell you this. this is actually this. my fault. I, I want to actually. tell you this. Um, and I'm into it, and they serve it in like this really cool glass. And a bit like Moretti and Peroni, you think you're having like a nice... I was at school with them. Um, a nice foreign beer. Ben, do you know this? You know, it's just it's just Carlin. Did you know as well? Yeah, it's it, it's it, 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 it's just Carlin. It's the same company as Carlin. They've just put a, bl- a pi- they've just stuck a picture on of a bloke. He looks like he's Spanish, and everyone's drinking it, me included. And a mate told me on a Sunday, and I was like, bollocks, bollocks. He sent me a link on my phone. It's just Carlin. Not wrong with Carlin. I'm more of a Foster's man myself. Like growing up, it was the pubs I went to. You had Carlin Black Label or Foster's. Fascinating. Yeah. Do you know that, Adam? My, my dad got it. He runs a pub. Oh. Yeah. No, I really like it, but I didn't realise. So everyone's drinking it thinking it's like Moretti. It's just Carlin. Right. I'll show you a picture. Just, no, I don't need to. It's just a, it's like a jolly fat Spanish bloke. And you think, oh yeah, this is from Madrid. Right. Look. Oh, he's not, he's not, he's not fat. Sorry. <laughs> don't Did you just fat shame him? Yeah, sorry. But look. By the way, that was Adam, our engineer. That oh yeah, was. that's Adam. Sorry. Adam's only worked for us for a couple of months, but we're allowing him to speak, unlike Ben, who, who has Look, worked for us for about it's, four years. It's actually a bloke. <laughs> it's actually a bloke that dresses a bit like Ben. I can't really see him. I in. can't zoom in on that. But is he a hipster? Yeah, a bit hippy. Look, there you go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great beer. Fantastic. It's Carlin. Lovely. And I hate I hate, by the way, and that's not a strong word. I don't like beer oh. snobs. Right. Because sometimes when I go in a pub. Do you just want a Foster's? I grew up drinking Foster's, didn't I? 
Right. Since I was a baby, so. Is that the Australian one? It's, again, it's not Australian. No, it's, it's, it's marketed Australian, but it's British, isn't it? Uh, right. Anyway. Well, thanks for that. Um, remember, Gene Divas, if you want our help with anything, help at sexismyboss.com. All the information is on the website. I did a whole, uh, I said this in the weekend release, but I did a whole handwritten, uh, um, you know, session going through all the letters and replying uh, at the weekend whilst you were all at Glastonbury. Oh. I just sat there replying, working like the professional I am. But you had sore wrists. I did. Well, one of them. Mm. So. How is Mikey? He's at, very well, thank you. Oh, he says good. hello. Uh, Shall we go on to the listeners' problems? This is from Cat with a K. Hello, Jordan, William and EPB. I would love to hear your opinions on the below situation, please. I have a friend who regularly visits my house for a catch-up and coffee. However, every time this happens, my friend arrives unannounced with no warning. Although it is lovely to see my friend, sometimes she arrives at a time which can be inconvenient. For example, this has happened when I have been getting in my car to go out or in the middle of cooking dinner. This makes me feel like I have to change my plans to accommodate my surprise guest. Personally, I would prefer someone to let me know when they are popping over via a quick text beforehand. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Is turning up at a friend's house without warning acceptable, or is it good etiquette to notify someone first? Thank you, Kat. I... Yeah, it's probably... See, growing up, when I grew up in the 90s, especially on our estate, people just used to come in your house all the time. Vicky. To Vic, borrow your potato peas. Vicky from yeah. across the road were always in. My mum used to go in, and then old mums used to... My mum never smoked, but used to smoke in the kitchen and drink tea and stuff like that. So I, I was kind of used to it. People just used to pop in. Mm. It literally, they just walk in. Everyone, at especially, yeah. Never, never walked in in front door. It was always back door. Why is that? Is that just me? Everyone, no. you, you never, you never used to go to someone's front door. You always went to their back door. Anyway, it's always been my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Very good. <laughs> but I would say nowadays, it probably is better to call in advance or text what would you say yeah I, I i i don't like this turning up unannounced no no uh in fact have we ever, i don't know if we've ever done this story on the podcast i think we did it as part of the live show a couple of years ago and i'll do it now because i told it to my friend freddie n because i have two freddies and uh yeah it reminded me but you remember the time i had to cancel on christopher biggins you've told this on the podcast no I'm i've sure. told this on the tour oh okay so for those that didn't come to that tour in 20 21 I think it was I was we were in the middle of touring and it's about 5 30 I got back from the gym from a session with pump it up Pete so I'm in my gym gear Mike has gone out to the theater I think he'd actually gone out with you to see Wicked I think it was that night yes and, yeah he had I'd gone with him yeah and I had to phone Ben about something I mean no we went to the footy and drunk Madry yeah yeah sure <laughs> and I phoned Ben about travel and um I said, oh, you know, we're sorting something out for the tour. And he said, oh, have a nice time tonight with your visitors. I said, with my visitors? I said, it's 5.30, you don't have visitors. He said, yes, you do. You've got Christopher Biggins and Neil coming round. I said, well, I don't. We haven't agreed that. I said, I've sent them an email with dates, but they haven't got back to me. Well, turns out they had got back to me. They'd gone into my spam and I hadn't seen it. So I had this email from Christopher saying, yep, see you at 7.30. <laughs> It's 5.30. I have got nothing in the house. The house is not in a condition to entertain. I'm in my gym gear. And you've got Biggins about to come down your back passage. <laughs> it's just not what you need. And so I had to phone Christopher and go, I'm so sorry, but you can't come. So and I cancelled on him. 
Name dropping as always. No, it no. I was doing the line on the tour. Oh, is it? Remember? Oh, sorry. What so was let's it? start this again. <laughs> no. It's a good line. What was? I can't remember what it was. Uh, it biggins, got... biggins, biggins. Oh yeah, yeah, that okay. was it. Always start got again, a good laugh. Again. Biggins, biggins, biggins. You never shut up going on about bloody biggins. It's just nice to be friends with someone who actually won. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> always got a good laugh that one. Yeah. Didn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, yes, anyway, so I don't like people dropping in and out because, again, you could have the house not in a condition fit to entertain. By the way, the, he absolutely had kittens about that. You were so stressed about the biggest I had thing. to send flowers the next day, so I'm really sorry I cancelled on you. So how would cats with a K yeah. um, tell a friend to stop coming in unannounced? I think it got to be direct. Mm-hmm. It depends if you like them or not. But I'd probably just say, look, I always love spending time with you, but please, beforehand, could you text or call? Yeah. Just like, yeah. So I, th- I think you just ha- you just have to be direct. And she remember she this is a classic example of she is being rude here by just turning up unannounced. So although it's not ideal to be rude back, you don't want to sort of you sometimes have to fight fire with fire. Okay. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. I hope that helps, Kat. This next one is from Kate, dear William and Jordan. In one of your very early episodes, you had a question about how soon was too soon for your partner's parents to meet your parents. And I have a question along the same vein as this. My 25-year-old daughter has been dating her current boyfriend for two years, and they have been living together for the past year. But she still hasn't met his parents, who live about 20 minutes away from them. Her boyfriend has met all of our family, including our extended family, and spends time with us at Christmas, Easter, birthdays, weekends, etc. But I don't want to put my daughter in an awkward position by asking him directly why she hasn't met his parents. He does get on well with his parents and will visit them, but never her. How should I approach this, or do I not get involved at all and just encourage my daughter to address it? She does mention it regularly to him, and often he'll set up a day for them to go out to his parents for a meal, then calls it off at the last minute. Is he taking the piss out of her, and should she bail out now before he wastes any more of her time? Thanks, Kate. Uh, That's a tricky one, Kate. I was going to say, maybe it's a red flag, but there could also be, like underlining problems if his parents maybe he doesn't get on they don't have a good relationship but you've said they do so yeah i think you might need to address that after two years she should definitely have met his parents i think she just has to you've got to get her or suggest to her that she says to the boyfriend i really want to meet your parents can we get a date yes definitely short and sweet after two years there's a there's a that's quite worrying, isn't and it? And if he then keeps cancelling, I'd go for, can I just ask, is there a reason why I haven't met your parents yet yeah. after two years? And then if they don't get involved as the mum, you probably should. Yeah, I think as a mother, Kate, there is only so much you can get involved in. You can, of course, worry. You're going to worry about your children until the end of your days. But you can't get too involved. It's their relationship, not yours. It comes from a position of love. But other than just planting that little acorn yeah you can't do anything else no she should definitely have met them by now so i'd I'd definitely mention it to her how long into your relationship with mikey did he meet the parents well mikey and i because we were very good friends beforehand Mm. we knew each other's parents anyway oh okay which helped yeah um so yeah that that was any that was very easy but i appreciate for others it's it's sort of it's a bit of an event isn't it sort of meeting the parents i think there's it's quite emotionally charged or can be, because you worry and you want to come across well and you want your parents to come across well to your person you're dating, and it can become problematic. Yeah. Okay. Should we do another? Yes, this next... Oh! Oh! Attention, G and Divas. Oh. oh, it's the last one. Hi, guys. Your Diva Espana code to enter the prize draw is... 90W5. Wow! 
the last chance to join us in Benidorm or not, as the case may be. 90W5. So this is it. You diva span your code. If you want to enter the prize draw, go to sexandmyboss.com and fill in your details. This means if you win, you can come to Benidorm with us. The entry code will work from the 4th of July 2023 until the end of the day on the 9th of July 2023. So if you're listening back to old sexted episodes, you're probably too late. All the terms and conditions are on the website too. And remember, you can only enter if you're in the UK. So our sincere apologies to all of our other Gene Divas in other countries but the UK. Remember, as we have said, this is the fifth and final code we're giving out in our main episode. So if you want to double your chances of winning uh, and come to Benidorm, last week you can do so. Remember, head over to Amazon Music uh, where we've dropped an additional episode with another code to enter the competition. Yeah, there's another code on there. So if you listen to Amazon Music and also if you go now to sexandmyboss.com and enter N... Is that what? right? Nine. Oh, you just sorry. can't read your own writing. Oh, nine zero W five. Nine zero. How does the nine look like an N? Oh, the, um, yeah. Um, what? I can, my dyslexia's been playing up massively at the moment. I can tell. I read uh, Patrice Evra's Practice Evie or something the other day. Who's he? Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Thank you for that. Good luck, everyone. Uh, no, this is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and EPB, my wife... Dyslexia's playing up. Like you just... <laughs> like my mummy and growing toenails been playing up again. My wife and I recently had our second baby, and of course that means everyone comes to see them. Our neighbours visited with their two children. Their three-year-old heard the call of the porcelain gods and proceeded to use our toilet with the support of their mother. I suspect they don't have the healthiest of diets as our bathroom was pretty much unusable for the night and on closer examination we found poo on the floor and mats. Why are we talking about poo again? Can, um, I, can mm-hmm. I just come in there? Yes. Like, kids, their shit stinks. Right. When my nephews come round, right, I won't name him because he gets embarrassed. It stinks, honestly. Nine-year-old. Stunk the whole flat out. Good to know. And can't, sh- can't one of them can't um, outdoor shutting toilets. He's like me. You don't like it. Gets claustrophobic. So it stinks the whole house out. Kids shit stinks. Put that on a t-shirt. Our neighbours hadn't told us this had happened, and we left without mentioning the gifts left behind. And they left without mentioning the gifts left behind. It was pretty obvious, so I'm sure it wasn't missed by accident. Myself and my wife are both paramedics and we're used to dealing with poo, so if they had told us, there would have been no issue in us cleaning it up or offering them the use of our cleaning products. I would like to ask, what is the correct etiquette for this situation? Do we tell them their son likely has a problem due to the biohazardous smell he left? You were right. Uh, Or do we tell them that not only did we find the shit on the floor, we also had to clean it? Or do we simply ignore it, knowing they must have known as well? Many thanks for all the laughs. Anonymous. I don't think the parents would have known. They would have, if they'd have known, they would have dealt with it. Uh, I think it's probably too late to mention now, mm. if if I'm honest. So, um, yeah, maybe just try and get over it. Yes. But it's, uh, it, I don't think the parents would have known, because no right-minded parent would have just left a turd in middle of it. But I don't know, people are weird. Mm. I can't believe, we, please, can we stop talking about poo? Yeah, we're, we're literally, if I see an email now or a letter that has the word poo in it or a derivation of or a synonym, it's not being read. Yeah. I think Ben's in a really good mood to deal with my us <laughs> today. Look at the, let, look at him. He's, I cannot Gene Devers tell you. It, but also, he has, okay, none of us have put him through this. 
It's you go to Glastonbury. Uh, I mean, you were working, so you can sort of have have an excuse. He paid good money to go, so if he's feeling unprofessional. Then that's on him. Look at that eyes like pistols in the snow. What? <laughs> oh, bless him! I do feel a bit sorry for him. Ride it out, Ben. You've got this, son. Okay. This next one is from Anonymous. Hi, Jordan, Will, and producer Ben with a lowercase p. I'm emailing as I have a conundrum at work. I've been given the responsibility of delivering a leaving speech for a member of my team on his last day. I'd usually be fine with public speaking and would be the first to wish a colleague well in their future endeavours. However, there is a slight problem. You don't like him. The guy's an utter dick. <laughs> Just to set the scene, I sent a reluctant email to a group of 30 people inviting them to a small afterwork do to wish him farewell. Only one person has replied and not a single person has donated to his leaving gift. This is by no means a reflection of my other colleagues, but a reflection on the person he is. Simply put, he is selfish, grumpy, entitled and a miserable twat. He has rubbed up so many people the wrong way by not being a team player. He often gloats about how great he is at his job. He's delusional and he's arrogant. Ooh. I think this one's from Vic Hope. <laughs> now, when it comes to the leaving... <laughs> Why am I leaving? <laughs> Another... <laughs> Another joke from the 2021 tour. Um, now, when it comes to the leaving speech, the immature side of me would love nothing more than to give him a few home truths. But we all know that would be both unkind and unnecessary. On the other hand, it would be dishonest of me to say how wonderful he is and how much we will miss him when it's simply untrue. And everyone else in the room would question my integrity. I need help with how to deliver a leaving speech that essentially says, thank you for your time and service, with some subtle undertones of, you have been a nightmare to work with, the last few years and we can't wait to see the back of you. Of course, this has to be done professionally and tactfully to not cause a big upset, but enough to make him consider how he treats people in future jobs. I'm considering the less is more approach. Would keeping it noticeably brief be enough for him to fill in the gaps? Sometimes what is not said can be more effective than what is said. Let me know your thoughts and keep up the great work. Anonymous. Kiss. I mean... <sighs> Shall we roleplay this? No. I'm... Mm. Some... The, 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 he, he does sound like a dick, but yeah. sometimes you've got to be the bigger person. I would agree with that. Um, like the royal family, they've got to do speeches and meet people that have literally killed members of their family and stuff. Mm. They don't want to do it. Yeah. Got a bit deep there, didn't I? Yeah, but maybe I think you keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't put in any subtle messages, but I think you could focus on the future. Be classy. So words to the effect of... Um, Pretend I was leaving and you okay. hated me. Now we can role play it. But yeah, I think you've got to be the bigger person. Uh, well, Jordan, on everyone's behalf, we'd just like to wish you the best of luck in whatever comes next. I believe your uh, your new friends at Capital are really going to enjoy listening to... Are really going to enjoy I'm not leaving, by you. the way. No, no, but we can dream. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that was unnecessary. Um yeah, we hope your your new your new work friends at Name of Workplace are really going to enjoy working with you, uh, and you're going to add much uh, dynamism to the workplace. Thank you for everything you've done for us. I'd like to list everything you've done for us, and the best of luck. Keep in touch. Great. Perfect. I think that's all you have to say. Yeah. That was a bit on the fly. I hadn't thought about it, but you don't need yeah. to go. We've all loved working for you if you haven't. I no. agree. Keep your integrity. Focus on the future. Um, talk about the workplace. You know, if they are going to, you know, Acme Incorporated, oh, I hear it's such a fantastic place to work. I'm sure you're going to be very happy. 
Um, you know, they've got such lovely offices. You can actually make it about where he's going rather than him himself. Mm. That's what I'd suggest. Yeah. And for the record, Jordan's not leaving. No. This final one is from Cameron. Dear William Jordan, EPB. I love that name. Cameron. Yeah, mm. it's pretty cool. This is a situation that I desperately need your help on. I'll give you some background. My wife and I got married in March 2020, just as COVID was hitting and the world was shutting down, which meant we didn't go on honeymoon. Instead, we made a baby. It's a lot more expensive than a fortnight in the Maldives, but we're happy. Fast forward to June 2022, and we're invited to spend a few weeks with my wife's father in Malta. Last week, my wife, the baby, and I went to stay with her father in his palazzo. Gosh, what sophisticated G&D as we have with a separate annex for us to have our privacy. Everything was going well and, and everyone was getting on very well. One night, I was making the baby their bottle and changing her nappy, but I couldn't find her cream for nappy rash. I walked into the main house to look for the cream and remembered I had left it in the upstairs bathroom. I went upstairs, found it, and was heading downstairs as I passed my father-in-law's bedroom. I could hear a strange slapping noise coming from his room, so I looked in the crack in the door and to my shock, I saw him get him pumped on all fours, arse up, head down by one of his friends. Isn't this White Lotus? And by the looks of it, they'd been friends for some time. After that night, I never said a word about it to my wife or father-in-law. It made the rest of our holiday a bit awkward. Now, Did my father-in-law see? I don't think so. By one of his friends? Friends. M male friends? Presumably. Uh. Couldn't, may not have been. Uh, now, my wife is looking for us to go over in September to surprise him for his big birthday. Oh, but be careful. Surprising. But I feel like I should say something. Do I tell my wife that I accidentally walked in on her father-in-law having adult relations? I don't want him to feel uncomfortable with us knowing about his secret relationship. Any advice on the matter would be greatly appreciated. Yours sincerely, Cameron. <laughs> what we don't know is the marital status of the father-in-law. Yeah, we need a bit more information. Though. If he's not married, absolutely fine. If he is married, they might have an agreement. I don't know. It all goes on. But again, we don't have that information to go on. Cameron. If he's single, I mean... But also, if you decided to say something, what are you saying? He's not doing anything illegal. No, it might be a bit of a shock to the system because he presents as something or has a certain life, but does other things. I don't know. I, I think you're going to have to go with your gut here, Cameron. You know your wife better than us. If your gut's telling you to tell her, that's why he's right. If your gut's telling you to tell her, then tell her. Oh, I see. Sorry, I thought Cameron wanted to say, do we say anything to the father-in-law? No, he wants oh. to tell his wife. Uh, well, there should be no secrets in marriage. Yeah, you, you, you are right there, William. But I think it, you probably have to pick your timing. Yeah. Do tell. Would you tell her? Don't tell her if she's doing the weekly shop. Yeah. It's, it's probably... Just tell her and say it's not a big deal or anything like that. But... Yeah. Uh, do you tell them? I don't know if I would, if I'm honest. Why don't we put this to our G&Divas as to what they think? Okay. I don't, I don't know if I would. I think certain things are just left best unsaid. Mm. True, maybe not. I would certainly consider it for a few days. I don't feel like we've helped Cameron there at no, all. No, not at all. I'm saying, go where you got. Yeah. As always, if you need our help with something, then we'd love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextonmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sextonmyboss.com. Can I just, talking, just before we have the, the final music, talking of handwritten letters... 
please write your postcodes clearly, everybody. The amount of Googling I have to do of your streets and to find out the postcode because I can't read if that's an N or a 9 or something like that, which is lovely, but I, I don't need to go on Street Checker. But I have to because I want to make sure that letter gets to you and I get traumatised enough that the post isn't going to deliver it. It's a postcode. There's more going on in the world. Yes, but I want them to. I want to make sure my letter gets to them. So it's ditto the, the number of your uh, house and also don't cram the address in so small in the corner because you've left you've left out space that I can't always remember you can listen every Tuesday and Friday as well and watch us on YouTube on Sundays and share us on your socials all week we'll be back on Friday with our bonus and don't just put the return address on the back Goodbye, of the envelope bye ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's time Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com